1: Everybody, this is Derek Somerville with backpacking and blisters and alongside me today is the only man uh, I've ever known who's so committed to the trail. Uh, I mean, a lot of people think Carl is losing his hair, but nay, nay, I say to that. he's not losing his hair. He uses hair. And set it on fire one trip for a smoke signal. And I just, I never forgot that. It saved our lives. It, the, the chopper knew exactly where to go. So, you know, it's, it's, it's commitment, people. Carl, how are you doing?
2: I'm doing good. Thank you. With me today yeah. is Derek Somerville, a man who does not use the phrase freeze-dried food. He calls it apocalypse chow. <laughs> <laughs> Apocalypse chow. Uh I feel like you could come up
1: with like a, a, a real marketing thing with that, you know? Apocalypse, Apocalypse chow. chow. Yeah, because it's
2: left off, off just, the movie. And Yeah, I
1: just you know.
2: I actually have something you can sell that related story. to that to, to mention it when we kind of get into things today. So yeah, maybe. Do we have tidbits today? Yeah, we got we got some tidbits. Okay. I got a I got a couple. Okay. So uh tom kind of followed up he's the thunderbucket guy thunderbucket that last week yes that was that was a lot of fun and then he follows up with kind of a funny story i guess it sounds like he's been to the thunderbucket quite a few times Mm. he said um he emailed me he actually said i usually kick the thunderbucket to chase out the flies and one day as i leaned over to make sure there were no surprises a sparrow flew out just inches from my face Mm. It startled me so bad that it was nearly unnecessary to use the bucket. Wow. That's uh, getting his meaning there. That's intense. Yeah. And I don't know how old Tom is, but if you can imagine, like if if that's kind of a typical style to kind of chase out flies is to to kick that bucket, Mm. what if like the sparrow like caused a heart attack for somebody? They would kick the bucket, kicking the bucket. Wow. Wow. That's, wow! i didn't think about it that way that's getting a little deep but uh yeah
1: i get you know i guess i could see that i don't even know why we're entertaining this but i you're kicking a bucket <laughs> it's kicking the bucket i mean I, you know are you saying that you're scared of birds is that what this is really about
2: i'm <laughs> are you scared of birds there's nothing wrong with that uh i i just had a creative thought there and somehow you're ready to fear of birds i don't know where you're going with that look if you're scared <laughs> but, of little birds there's they have a lot of diseases they carry um, too but they're really cute they do you know? so they do and then one last thing. He has something for YouTube, by the way. Oh, we're not going to go into it, but he he, he said um, read Judges three twenty to twenty two for the best poop reference in the Bible.
1: Judges three twenty to twenty. Okay.
2: Yeah, it has to do with like a really fat king that and a sword and pooping. So kind of a gross moment there in the Bible. And you know what? It's, it's real. It's raw. Not the best way to go out, in my opinion, either. I think kicking the thunderbug might actually be a better way to go out. All right, so the verse of the week, Matthew 14, 19 through 21. This is kind of an obvious one because we're talking about food. Taking the five loaves and two fish and looking up to heaven, Mm. Jesus gave thanks and broke the loaves. Then he gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the people. They Mm. all ate and were satisfied, and the disciples picked up 12 baskets of broken pieces that were left over. You can maybe say 12 like backpacks full. The number of those who ate was about five thousand men, besides women and children. Twelve backpacks. So that is a trip they were on, where they mm-hmm. miraculously were able to make a lot of food out of a little.
1: bit. I wonder how good that meal was, too. You know, like what
2: was the what was the quality of, you know? Yeah, well, if you're starving, man, it was satisfying. What are we? What are we talking about today? We're talking about what the heck does freeze dried fraud mean? Do you think? Well, you. You came up with this title, so I'm kind of curious.
1: Is is it as uh, freeze dried is not all as cracked up to be? Is that what you're kind of implying? Well,
2: certain ones, yeah. Kind of, yeah. Definitely certain ones. Hey, I don't. I think like w- both of us use freeze dried food, and so we've got some tips about that. Or at least I do. Um, hope, mm. I don't know what your tips are about, but yeah. So you're I think that out. there's definitely some fraud going on because I think that there's some some major price gouging. I was just at REI today. And I was like, mm-hmm. man, I thought it was, I was being price cash last time, but have prices gone up in the, like the last couple of months? I feel like my REI is a little bit more expensive now. Oh, well, yeah, you are in California. In, that, in the food department. More taxes. Yeah. So, okay, so I'll give you an example. Chicken right. and rice, okay? The ingredients are simply freeze-dried chicken. Check. Like minute rice. Mm-hmm. Seasonings, okay? That's up. Essentially, those are what the ingredients are. Mm-hmm eight dollars yeah eight dollars man for that what should should it be like three dollars four dollars okay so i get like we're paying for the packaging
1: right we're paying for the wait, packaging. wait wait wait, let me but let me ask you is it servings for two or for one
2: i think that's two or three
1: so let me i mean well no 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 it no, no no
2: no, 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 no. It, it's definitely for one person they say it's like a two serving oh. or a three serving only one person's eating out of that bag unless they have right. lesser appetites sure so then, so you're paying for the packaging. You're paying for those, like, you know, the people on the packaging that, like, they're not really backpackers. They're pretending to be that, you know, they're, like, attractive folks that are, like, we're on a backpacking trip. Look at how awesome we are. Like, you pay for that staging and all that stuff, right? But they use yeah. that for other meals. It's not like you're, it's not like they have different ones for different meals. So it's just, they're just repeating that and uh, kind of reprinting that. Okay. Right. So compare that with, like, you buy Uncle Ben's rice. You bring, like, a cup of that. You, you buy some freeze-dried chicken or you freeze-dried your own chicken. Um, or you buy like those packets of chicken, you know, those like, you know, how they have those tuna packets, they got the chicken packets too. We're talking like a dollar fifty, dude. But here's the thing. People don't, and, and you're right, I'm just saying
1: people don't want to do the extra work. Because you're buying the chicken and rice for eight bucks because it's easy, it's convenient, right.
2: it's all right yep. there. That's what yep. you're paying for. Right. So my suggestion then is, if you're going to buy the freeze-dried food, just don't buy that one. Or don't buy the, like, the, like another one that's $8.00 mac and cheese yeah like no. you already have that pre-made with those craft mac and cheese boxes like right Wait, at this point. in sp- my house yeah those are those are a dollar a dollar a piece yep okay True. now granted maybe the mountain house is like slightly, slightly better tasting but eight dollars man you That's seem like you're losing a lot of sleep over this right i am now. yeah nightmares i, I you're so fragile. i'm trying to explain the episode title
1: you've done a great job i think I think, you know, it is it is what it is, though. Like, people are still going to pay it, and they know they're going to pay for it. You know, yeah. unless you have those people that are going to put
2: in the extra time and prep it themselves. Right. Well, but, okay, and again, my point is that, yeah, just buy something with more ingredients to make it worth your while. But would you believe that I actually called up Mountain House today? <laughs> <laughs> not surprised at all. Why am I not surprised? Well, how did that go? <laughs> I actually recorded the conversation... Um, and, oh, and wow. it's pending approval, whether I can include it in the podcast. And since we're recording before, uh, I get the approval, I don't, maybe I'll have to throw it on the Facebook page, but oh, they were nice. Okay. They, they didn't have much of a reason for why chicken and rice costs $8. <laughs> uh, I <laughs> bet you're the only person who's asked them that. I might be. Well, here's, all, <laughs> if you want to know what else I asked them. Oh, please, I asked, please. Okay. I asked them cause I, okay. I asked them like what their most popular, um, you know the most popular flavors were or whatever. And they didn't mention chicken and rice probably because it costs eight dollars, but they did mention chili Mac with beef. Oh, and wow. so I followed up with that. And I said, was that intended for solo hikers or people that are using their own only their, their own tent only? And <laughs> she said, <laughs> <laughs> she said, no. And then, so I was wow. like, you see where I'm going with this. Like that's like a punishment on the trail, Yeah, so, but it's one of the most popular ones. So what do I know? Really? Um, yeah. I also asked this kind of goes with the whole apocalypse chow thing. I said, Are your main customers like backpackers slash campers and doomsday preppers? And <laughs> <laughs> how would she you know this? I love it. And she said, Yeah, pretty much. And I was like, Is there like more you know, is is, is like one group more than another? And she's like, Slightly more to the backpackers. Really? Anyway, that's what I talked about. You got a lot of spare time,
1: buddy. I don't, I'm worried about you. I prepare for the podcast. Well, I, I appreciate that. Those are those are bold questions, and I hope that we can release that
2: on a podcast at some point. Yeah. Or at least in the Facebook well, yeah. Maybe. Well, yeah. Maybe we could put it, like, after you go on your rant after the episode or something. This is kind of my favorite kind of episode, Derek, because when we prepare, like, independent of one another, mm. like, we don't collaborate, but we just come with our own ideas. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
2: Like I just get excited for what you have because sometimes like you have you're just kind of like a wild card. Like you have sometimes the most genius thoughts that I'm like. Man, I keep that, you on your toes. That I blows me away. Toes. And sometimes you are so far out in left field that it's just awesome.
1: Now and now you know how Todd feels, you know, with the info. <laughs> I get that.
2: I got I'm just on the other side of the coin with, with some of this other stuff. I told I told Derek to basically come up with like three food tips. So this is so general. It is really general. Mine are obviously related to, and hopefully, are <laughs> too, to backpacking and to, to kind of helpful tips. But let me, but let me clarify. You said food
1: tips, uh, yeah. so I kind of applied it to. Oh, uh, I mean, there's some food in there, and there's some also <laughs> stuff. <laughs> let me just explain. Let me just explain. There's also stuff in there that's it's part of like the. Uh, it's part of, like, the dining process that I think some people may or may not know. That's fine. Um, no, that's good. That oh, they could find I guess i like that,
2: too. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. And that, I think that, that still applies. Oh, it applies. Okay. So we'll go back and forth, and you can go first. What you got? Okay. So
1: one of the, one of the things I said was, um, you know, there's always a... a lack of calories that people will talk about like i need i gotta get my calories in i gotta get my protein in i gotta get like something that's hearty i gotta get something that's quick um maybe i already have my freeze-dried meals uh, allotted for like 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 myself i'll I'll do my freeze-dried meals only at night right so everything else in the daytime is like snacks that kind of a thing so uh, something you can do if you want some extra oomph in your dish um is you can bring some of your own instant potatoes put them in a ziploc and then the kind that you can just add water to and it adds a little bit of flakes
2: you're talking about not
1: the potato well i mean it's it's kind of like um like those little cups of potatoes yeah i guess you could do that but you can instant potatoes they come in different types right you can you can pour them in a little ziploc baggie and you can um add some water to it or you can uh throw it in like your noodles you can throw it in um
2: oh i see what you're saying something like yeah. that
1: just to kind of thicken it up to make it more hearty to make you you know get some yeah, extra you gotta
2: extra water basically
1: yeah and all you really need is yeah. water so um if you want right. some extra calories and more bulk in your dish you can add it to your noodles yeah. to your you could add it to your mac and cheese if you're really crazy like you know some people do um, but yeah. it adds more flavor too so so i think
2: yeah basically i think what you're saying is you can make like a two to three serving meal like a three to four serving meal
1: yeah you could
2: or i mean it depends on the
1: the portion like if you just have like a cup and uh you know you guys are having a quick a quick break to have some snacks you could just you know throw some water in
2: there and chow down on some potatoes too like where do we throw in water right in the ziploc bag we're talking about here Oh, no, like, like, you know, water no, some, a sometimes bag.
1: you have, like, those, um, you have a little cup or something, like,
2: uh... Okay, oh, like a mug or something like that? Yeah. yeah. Sierra cup? Yeah, Sierra cup. Okay. Yeah, then they have, like, they have those exact things we were talking about. They have them in, like, disposable, almost those, like, waxy, papery cups that you can just kind of pour it right into the cup, too. You could do that. Um, or, yeah. yeah, you could do that, or, or I think... Like what you said, you just pour it right into the, you know, your meal, whatever that is, like your lasagna or something.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: So that's good. I like that one. That's, that's a good true. one. That's true. Yeah, I think I mentioned that with on the last trip. You can do it with rice as well. So you can. Yeah. The Uncle Ben's rice. Back to that. Boom. Not not the Mountain House rice. What do you got? What's your first one? Okay, so I have alternatives to full priced freeze dried meals. Of course. Like what if you just realized man carl's got a really good point i don't want to get price gouged anymore mm. how do i avoid that yeah and so you can still buy these same exact meals but you can buy them cheaper now you're limited a little bit with selection but there's two places specifically that i know of that that sell them cheaper so and they're kind of they're kind of seasonal so you got to pay attention so one of them is your favorite place costco yes you can buy a big box right love it so that'll that'll dial it down to like what is it like five bucks a meal I think. It, well, I, I, I haven't done the math, but we'll go with it. Okay. <laughs> okay, something like that. Uh, Cr Trading Post has some on there right now, and those are now those are more like six to seven, but they they have so many coupons. You can find coupon codes online all the time. You could probably dial it down to five ish. Mm. Um, okay, so that's one option. Another one is to um, for the first night at least we've talked about this before. Freeze a perishable food. And bring it with you so that you can kind of cook it up the first night. So you don't even need a freeze dried meal the first night. Now, it'll typically be heavier, but it'll also be tastier. That's true. That's
1: true. I see where you're going Um,
2: with that. Yeah. And there's also the DIY, make your own chicken and rice, like we talked about already. But one warning about that is for those of you like serious foodies out there that like to like dehydrate your own food, if you really want to do a good job dehydrating and like making your own, um, Uh, beef jerky Mm. it's it's if you do it right it might be more expensive than the store Mm. so just be aware of that because you gotta buy the right cut of meat can't be too fatty seasonings and then it's you know it kind of shrinks down when you dehydrate it so
1: so now are you gonna plan on doing extra
2: prep for upcoming trips then because you're so annoyed at the price gouging no but i am going to um I, I like bringing the perishable food for the first night, so I think I'm going to focus on that. And then also, uh, I'll, I'll just have the freeze drieds for the other nights. Mm. And I'm not going to obviously do the the ones where I feel like I'm getting gouged. I'm going to try to go Costco or see a trading post. Okay. That's my strategy. Yeah, I've tried to make your own, and, and it just was too much work. And yeah. um, I'm just I guess I'm too lazy to do that.
1: Okay, okay.
2: All right, yeah. my my second right. one is is kind of a combo. Uh, there's there's two things that I
1: recommend here to make eating. And clean up a little bit more. I don't know. Efficient, I guess you could say. So, so one okay. thing I like to do is, um, if I'm eating out of a freeze dried bag and it's like a big, big bag of, of food, sometimes you know my fork, I got I got to dig way down there, you know. Yes, I, and, and dude, I get, that is an issue. And I get way down there, and I'm like, this is so annoying because I'm getting like pasta sauce all over my arm, my hands. Like this is annoying. <laughs> wait, a wait, 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 wait on your arm. Hey, when you dig deep, you dig deep. You know what I'm saying? Some of us have shorter arms than others. So, like, I get it on my knuckles, but on my arm? Okay, maybe my maybe it's gone to my wrist. Okay. okay. I'll just say my wrist a couple times. Okay. On my wrist. So one thing you can do is take one of the one or two buck knives your entire group, maybe has brought, right. and just cut your bag in half. Um, and then you have half a bag to eat out of. And it is amazing. So, you know, okay, you're only digging that's up. That's good yeah so i do that every time now best thing I ever did uh the right. other thing
2: wait a minute can i ask you a question about that one real quick yeah okay so what happens though is when you do that and you like basically shave down your bag you've got this like sliver of bag right that you've just taken off right and then on that sliver of bag on the interior portion mm-hmm. there's still some like little bits of food and sauce there now do you kind of lick that down after you kind of shave it off you can you can or i have that's what you do
1: well, I can, or I have another cleaning tip for you in a different okay. in a different manner. So if you're eating out of a bag, that's one thing. Obviously, you can either, you know, crumple it up, re-ziplock it if you didn't cut it, put it in the trash bag, yada, yada, yada. So if you're one of these people that eats, you know, um, something out of a cup, like we were just talking about, like mashed potatoes, maybe soup, maybe, uh, what is All it, right. uh, oatmeal, something like that. Something right. you can also do is, when you're done with it, is you can use dirt, actually. And, and you're like, Derek, yes, why would I use true. dirt? Because dirt don't hurt, that's why. Dirt is good uh, at scrubbing all the junk out of the uh, cup. And, guys, it'll also absorb a little bit of the oil. So it, it's kind of like a, a little dish scrub, you know? It cleans it, it is. Yeah,
2: it's eco-friendly. I mean, you know, that's always a plus. Is it really? You're, you're you're leaving bits of food on the ground when you wash that out. Is that really eco friendly?
1: Well, you're feeding the no. Just kidding.
2: Uh, okay. Look, I'm just trying to get the oils and the junk out of my dish.
1: I'm saying if you're gonna leave <laughs> chunks of stuff in there, that's 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 your own issue. Okay. okay. So um, you know, if you don't want to buy like the REI cleaning water biodegradable soap stuff, which is like just something extra that you don't really need, then just get some water,
2: get a little dirt, scrubby do, scrubby d. You're good to go. Okay. Yeah. i like that you were able to work a cliche in there too. That was good. A little dirt don't hurt. Dirt don't hurt. Okay. Yeah. I don't think I'd use that on like a non stick surface though. I think that's gonna scratch up a lot of the Teflon.
1: Oh Leia, don't do it on Teflon. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I don't yeah, really kinda... bring Teflon, I don't have that problem. But if you brought Teflon, yeah. n- don't do it. Some of the some of the um, good pots and stuff are co- have special coatings on them, so you gotta be careful. They do, they do. Yeah. But but I like it, but yeah, I've definitely done that before. So that's a yeah. good one. I like that one. Okay. What you got, champ? Smell contamination. Do you know what that is? Uh, Proceed. Okay. What what are you talking about? Is this (laughs) a Carlism that I don't know? No, it's not actually. This is from a um, a blog. I think it's a blog from Andrew Skirka, who's one of the the big time backpackers out there who I don't know hikes thousands of miles at a time. And he his story is that there was a time when his his buddy brought um, like I don't know how he did it, but he basically brought like chocolate chip cookie dough. And shared mm. some with Andrew, and Andrew was like, "Hmm, this tastes like tacos, which isn't a very good like taste for No. Yeah, So what happened was, even though they were in separate bags, the taco seasoning mix from another meal, like uh, somehow made it through both bags and flavored wow. the cookie dough. Wow, smell contamination. Before, before I go into this more, would you still eat that cookie dough, Derek?
1: Uh I think mentally I can get past it. Okay. Because, you know, it depends what what other smell it came from. Like for example, if it came from taco seasoning, I could power through that. Yep. If it came from like canned tuna smell,
2: forget it. I'll throw well, I said it out. Ta- I said taco seasoning. I told you what it was.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm just saying okay. it depends
2: what yeah. it is. Well, obviously. But yeah, I could do the It yeah, wouldn't okay. be it wouldn't be as good, but it'd still be doable. I would still eat it, especially if it was out there. I would would just be like, hey, I didn't didn't bring enough food anyway. I'll take whatever you're giving me. Yeah, (laughs) and you lower your eating standards, I think, when you're out there anyway. For sure, for sure. Okay, so any of that. So smell contamination typically occurs with things like spices, tea, ground coffee, protein powder, and basically really fragrant foods, even like deodorant. That can be like smell contamination. And so we think that when we put them in the plastic bags, it's like Ziploc bags that problem solved. But you know what? They are not, like, they don't completely see out the smell. Now, mm. if the thicker the bag, like, freezer bags versus, like, sandwich bags are obviously better, but not yeah. perfect. So right. if you're going to bring, so so really, like, right, aside from just, like, kind of weird tasting food, the issue is, like, if you have this um, stored next to your sleeping bag or something that you're going to have inside your tent, now you've got that smell inside your tent, and if you got animals, the animals mm-hmm. might be excited about that smell, too. What do I that, do, Carl? What that's do I the do? issue. Okay, so if you're really concerned about that and want to go kind of just, you know, very sterile with the smells, um, you can buy those, like, mini polyethylene containers, like Nalgene makes some that... Um,
1: whoa, whoa, whoa. Nalgene? I know you're not a Nalgene guy. I know. So no, I'm not.
2: Well, I'm not, a, I'm not a Nalgene water bottle guy. Okay. And if we're but t- you're an Nalgene food, mini polyethylene I'm container I'm simply... Guy giving a solution. I'm not saying that I am going to do this because... I feel like you're now a Nalgene secret promoter, mm. and I think that's just messed up. Probably probably true. That's messed okay. up. Anyway, <laughs> there's those many plastic containers where you can kind of store the spices and all those things. Like, right. Like, that I've seen will those. solve the yeah. problem. So if you're going in an area where like critters or bears are a big-time problem, possibly worth the investment. Mm. Um, if you hate Nalgene and they're water bottle products such as I do. I'm sure there's other alternatives out there. So there you go. I'm sure there are. I'm sure there are. Uh,
1: that's interesting, buddy. I, yeah. uh, I I like that one. Okay. All Thanks. right. My third third one is something I haven't done yet, uh, but I really want to try this out. And this requires a little research. Have you already, have you already done the research? Yes and no. I mean, you, you, you can determine after I tell you what it is. So... The, uh, something I really want to try, um, obviously you got to do your homework and it would be a good idea to bring with you. I don't know if you've done this, Carl. You you might've done this already. Oh, actually you have done this when we, when we did the, uh, uh, I'll tell you, well, you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about when I bring this up, but it's, I I call it see it, eat it. And that, that would be, you know, if you want to, if you want to try to, uh, not just like, Oh, I see bear poop. I'm going to eat it like Carl does and make necklaces out of it. But if you, if you want to learn what, plants are edible and are poisonous and all that stuff oh, right you could try to do that bringing you know and you obviously can learn about it a variety of ways you know books tapes okay. youtube whatever but uh, right. we we did that trip and you were all about what was it the um the berries yeah was it the boys the yeah. whatever berries we're eating and you're just like well yeah this looks
2: like a good bread. and you're just like nah, nah,
1: nah, nah. and i'm yeah. like
2: dude are you serious Do you sure that's a good berry to eat yeah, no, I, I wasn't I wasn't sure. There were these berries that looked like raspberries that are called thimbleberries and I ate those. Total gamble. And they just looked edible, and so I ate it and then it tasted like a raspberry, like similar but not exactly the same. And I was like, This has to be edible.
1: You saw that and movie so You saw just, that movie Into the Wild, right? Where the guy ends up dying because he ate the wrong plant.
2: I didn't dig anything out of the ground.
1: I'm just saying. So, I'm just saying. Yeah, we could have had to carry
2: you out of there. That would have been. That's really true. Good. That was a risk I was willing to take. I suppose you're but not exactly light as a feather. You know what I'm saying? I so. went just so you know. They had those same berries in the Tetons, and uh, I and then another guy that was on on that trip that I don't think he partook in that thimbleberry started in the Tetons. And was like, man, you're right. These are really good. And I was like, I don't know. So
1: <laughs>
2: you missed out,
1: my friend. Wasn't there like a something like a G? Started with a G. Some G, like a gooseberry or something else. There's a huckleberry. We ate those too. No, it wasn't huckleberry.
2: I don't know. But anyway, see okay. it, eat it, anyway, check it out. Something to think about. I feel like that, that's your version of just seafood, right? Just I want to
1: try seafood. it though. I want to like do my do some homework and and try it. Okay,
2: digging a little bit more, become one. Yeah, I think you. I think you can do, it, man. I'll, I'll and I'll. I'll be right there with you. So. What's the what's the tip? Is the tip is to just eat the food around you?
1: The tip is, you know, obviously, if you learn and do that, you can bring and you become good at it, and you learn like, hey, I'm going on this uh, uh, Sierra trail or this John Muir section of the trail, and then you know, you could you can find out like what type of plants and stuff are along these you know certain regions, right. and uh, cut down. If you want to gamble a little bit and have Mother Nature provide, then uh, that's something you could do, or if you've already been on like. Like a lot of times we've re we've gone over certain parts of trails and you've done certain trails over and over again, like and you're familiar um that might be something to consider. are you
2: suggesting that you would know enough about the plants to actually bring less food? currently no okay, and I wouldn't bring less food
1: initially i would that would that would take some time for sure, but all right, if you're hardcore and you want to like expand your you know whatever about backpacking that's something to
2: think about it, it, i think it'd be fun i don't think it's going to save you like food space or calorie space because i think it's more knowledge though for me yeah like, no, if no, I'm, no. Out there, I'm not i'm not downplaying what you're saying I mean, i'm just saying like i just wouldn't ever like pack less anticipating no i'm not saying you have to i'm saying like
1: it, it's one of those things where like you know i mentioned a couple episodes ago like sometimes i would bring a little bit of extra food in case something gnarly happened right it would be nice to know like hey i'm out here by myself like yeah i can eat that mm, better stay away from that you know yeah. what i mean so that would be a huge bonus okay. i think they have books on With that yours, stuff and so there you yeah,
2: maybe i'll get that for you for christmas they do yeah just something to think about okay I'm just throwing it out all there. right that is interesting let it let it sprout into your mind <laughs> if you will mm. so all right my last one is kind of relates to something i've already brought up before which is uh, the most calorie dense foods uh for backpacking basically just like you know, like calories per gram is is typically how mm-hmm. they're measured. Like, what's going to be what's going to be your biggest bang for your buck? And I previously said, well, here's the story behind that: is I met somebody who was doing a through hike who did his research and he told me that M and Ms were the biggest. And so, because he was way older than me at the time and sounded really smart, I just believed him and I never checked on it. So, chocolate is definitely huh. on the list, but it's not the top one.
1: It's a lot of sugar, though, right?
2: Chocolate's a lot of sugar. No, I mean, well, I don't. Chocolate's got some sugar, but like, uh, like you think the sugar sugar's going sugar. to be the top? Is everything?
1: No, I'm just saying if you don't want to have a lot of sugar in your diet, but you still want calories. Yeah, well, I, mean, well, well I don't know that any
2: of these by themselves are like a meal or a solution. But if you're trying to save weight and space, um the I've got the I've got a list of the most calorie dense foods that are you know by weight. So
1: okay, so candy and chocolate. So chocolates on the M&M's list. M Ms and chocolate that's on yeah, the list that that's
2: not that's not that's like number five but um okay. the biggest one is like oils and butters essentially like pure fat that's going to be your mm. biggest one okay have you heard, you've heard the big new crave
1: maybe it's been around for a little bit longer than i know but like the avocado oil as opposed to you know there's lots of oils out there yeah i i know but everybody's all about the avocado oil card. what does the avocado oil do for you well apparently it's really good for you i just bought some actually it's really good for you it's okay. nutritionally i don't know i guess better for you or whatever i guess i still got so it sounds like it you don't bit. know
2: what it does for you you're just like it's good for you
1: i know it's a uh, part of the big part of the vegan diet which i am attempting for one year so okay boom everybody boom wait right now you're you're a vegan for a year i'm trying it yeah i made a bet with somebody and okay. uh, it's going when for did a year. when did it start october 1st i i eased my way into it um last month Uh, my wife my wife is also doing it as well okay so she more cold turkeyed it which was crazy but uh so far so good year man that's a lot that's a long time it is i think but you know without going on too deep of a tangent i think once
2: you make that mental switch it's it's really not that bad okay so. Well, it sounds like you've done your research because you know that avocado oil. You don't know any of its nutrients or <laughs> well, I, I amino acids. You just know it's good for you. All I know <laughs> is I looked at the back of the bottle and then looked at the old, you know,
1: uh, olive oil, and I'm like, wow, this is way different. So <laughs> it's way
2: different, but it's also like <laughs> it's
1: also like three times the price. So if
2: that makes did you, you look mean.
1: at the ingredients? Like I did, you know, I did. I just <laughs> bought it, dude. I just. Give me. it should only have one ingredient? I didn't plan on talking about (laughs) avocado oil
2: during the show. I didn't. I don't have it prepped. I feel awkward right now, everybody. I think you're missing my point. Avocado oil should have just one ingredient. It's just avocados. It should. And maybe it does. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. I just know it's good. (laughs) I'm making fun of you, but I definitely have bought it before. People are like, "This is good for you," and I don't know why. But then you just well, I
1: I also bought. You can laugh at this. I just I saw Costco of all places avocado. Spray, and you spray okay. the oil on your whatever. So I'm like, oh, that yeah, it can cool. make it
2: nonstick, or whatever.
1: That, well, I, you know,
2: I, I yeah, just yeah.
1: I don't know. Maybe it's a it's, bunch of hogwash. I thought I'd try it
2: out. We'll see. Anyway, anyway, oils and butters are basically are they gonna, are going to be the kind of your you know calorie per pound mm. your best option there. Mm. And then the rest are kind of just around the same. Like we're talking like peanut butter is up there. Mm. Um, yeah, chocolate, dark chocolate, nuts, of course, and. Kind of a dark horse is raisins. People really? I don't realize that raisins are really? like very dense regarding calories. Interesting. So those are the densest foods. And so, I mean, if you kind of put put the thoughts there, if you have like a trail mix with nuts, dark chocolate, and raisins, then uh, you are, you know, by the by the weight you're bringing, you are maximizing your your space there. And you're also hating that it's so heavy. And so you feel obligated. No, that's what I'm saying is, 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 is it's not so heavy because pound for pound like that's gonna give you more calories i
1: guess you i know you're right but i just hate bringing like a pound and a half bag of trail mix because then i'm like i gotta get rid I get of it. this anyway all right so tribute today hunting boots are a critical
0: component of any successful hunt whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain your feet are carrying the load without the right boots you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge at midway usa we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal develop high quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right. And stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast
2: shipping. MidwayUSA.com Trivia me. This trivia, food related... I w- we're going to kind of play like prices right a little bit here. Okay. So I want you to put the following food items in order from least expensive to most expensive. Least
1: to most. Okay, expensive.
2: so I've got different brands. We're not just picking on Mountain House here. We've got some other back um, backpacking freeze-dry brands that um, if we think that you know $8 is a lot, well, let me tell you, there's some that are a lot more than $8. So I'll bet. Other potential price gathering going on here. But here we go. Here's my list. Mountain House. Chili Mac with beef, the um, farting machine mm. food right there. Yep. Okay. Yep. Then we've got Backpacker's Pantry, Pad Thai with chicken. Ooh, that's got to be okay.
1: Okay. Be I've actually
2: there. had that one. I kind of slurged yeah. uh, like last month. It was actually pretty good. Backpacker's Pantry again, mm. Salmon Pesto. Mm. Well, I know what that's about. You've had that one. That's my yeah. fave. Yeah. Okay. And then the last one is Alpine Air, Himalayan lentils and rice. You're saying Himalayan as if it's like super cool because it's from the Himalayas. Well, that's 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 the that's their whole marketing. Man. Okay, I'm just making sure that we. Well, I'm not trying. I don't care. I, don't I thought you were trying that's to from...
1: angle me like it's super. No, I'm just fancy. giving you the
2: title of it. Okay, okay. But you know what? Just kind of side note. That's something that you could actually eat next summer because that would be. i
1: know i can't eat i can't do the salmon i'm I'm kind of bummed about that so i gotta find a supplement so okay so
2: least cheapest to most expensive cheapest to most expensive Mm, okay well don't let fancy names i will not i'm gonna
1: i'm gonna have to go with my gut and say the salmon is is by far the most expensive i know i'm
2: starting backwards
1: um because i know that's like
2: (laughs) i know that's like 14 15 bucks okay um can we can we can we follow the directions here and try going least I'll expensive? I'll try to go
1: now? least. Okay. Uh, let's see. Cheapest has to be. I want to say it's got to be chili mac or the lentils. Um, I get our <laughs> lentils. I think the word what lentils have, is throwing you off? Lentils have to be cheaper than chili and mac. They have to be cheaper. Okay. Plus, you were already complaining about how expensive all this mountain house junk yeah. was, right? So,
2: well, yeah, I picked on them.
1: I'll sure. go rice lentils then chili mac okay i don't know how much they are uh but and then i would what was the other one the pad thai pad thai's gotta be like yeah right, pad thai's gotta be right underneath the pesto that's good okay. with chicken yeah so I, that's that, right. that'd
2: be my order you are 100 percent correct Whew. good job Whew. man how much is yeah. the lentils So, okay, so here's the key, is that basically if you take meat or chicken or anything out, it does drop the price. So, like, chicken and rice is more expensive because Mm -hmm. it's got the chicken, right? This is just simply lentils and rice, and they've got the fancy word Himalayan there, probably some seasonings. Exactly. Um, But they're not, they're not, they're sort of not gouging you. It's $6.50. Okay, that's not terrible. So, do yeah, it's not terrible, but I almost bought that today. I thought about it. Really? But yeah, I wanted, the, I wanted some sort of protein that was not just the lentils. So anyway, there's that one. Then the chili mac with beef is $9. Okay. And I would have everybody ask themselves like, do I really, really like the flavor of this or am I really just trying to punish the people that I go with? Mm. So just kind of keep that in mind. Yeah. Um, I, maybe we should ban that one from our trip. I think we might, we might do that. Like, you can get Mountain House. You can get the chicken and rice, but you can't get the chili (laughs) mac with beef. I never get it anyway, so I don't really have that. (laughs) I've had it before. I know know you've had it before. Oh, yeah.
1: I've felt the the
2: effects. Maybe it was intentional.
1: Maybe it was. I don't know. Maybe.
2: The pad thai with chicken was $11.
1: That, yeah, okay. that sounds
2: about right. And the salmon pesto, you were right. $15, man. Yeah, $15. That's the price it is, I know. But it's so good. Like, think about going to a restaurant. It's a restaurant. So good. Like, you get a, like it's an amazing it, meal. Know. It's because it's fish, though. It's like chunks, I, it's a big chunk. Yeah, but you can buy those salmon packets. And maybe it's not the same as with a pesto. But if you buy a, a packet of salmon, it's a couple bucks.
1: Yeah. But no, so, no, no. It tastes way different than that junky salmon packet
2: I put in your backpack. You know? No, boy yeah so I don't know is this is this all freeze dried fraud I don't know you be the judge I, th- I bet there's you know most of the listeners are probably you know financially better off than me out there so they're like whatever you know I will pay the extra for the convenience and yep. for the flavors and it's worth it and I could give a care because you know I don't go backpacking all that often and this is special and so they don't care true but for me I just don't like it getting price gouged I guess
1: uh, you know it's a valid argument buddy it's a valid argument okay so alright so thanks again gang for joining us on this episode um continue to send us your ideas your reviews your video clips your audio clips anything we can get um would be awesome and uh it is not backpacking ladies and gentlemen unless there's a few blisters along the way take care There is another little secret, uh, another little secret food item that I, I would I would highly recommend bringing. If you want to pay back those people like the Carls on your trip that just kind of can just really get under your skin, this is a good one for the tent. So here's what you do: you go buy the Costco dried seaweed, and you're thinking, Derek, dried seaweed—it's not that calorie it's not a lot of calories there. It's not It's not going to fill me up. I'm not talking about filling you up. I'm talking about payback. You buy the seaweed and you hoge. I mean, ho You just pick out in like two or three little packets of this stuff. Maybe like campfire time right before bed because what this will do, it'll not only give you chili and mac and cheese gas, it'll give you just wicked gas and it is non-stop. So save it for the tent Bring something to breathe into to filter your own stink. Uh, but you're going to punish everybody in that tent, and it's going to be beautiful. Peace out. Four in the
0: morning, Join I, me, Chef Jean-Paul Bourgeois, and the whole crew here at Duck Camp Dinners every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.
1: Birds up in the sky.